Well, it's Christmas. Did you open your presents yet? What was the favorite thing you got? Have you played with it yet, kids? Or, or did, did this service interrupt your chance to do that? Uh, well, either way, I bet you got something awesome, and I hope you enjoy it. I have a red bike. Look how pretty this bike is. This is a really cool bike. And my daughter, my oldest daughter, my second oldest child, my oldest daughter, Alex, this was the gift she opened this morning. It is a, an awesome bike. I mean, first of all, the color is amazing. She's going to look so cool riding around the streets of Chicago in this bike. And uh, it's going to help her get around. And it's just, a, it's a perfect bike. And I hope she has a ton of fun with this bike. I hope she values it. And I hope, I hope it is something that she really enjoys. Now think about a, a really nice Christmas gift. Um, what you always want to do is you want to treat it with the worth that it has. And the worth of the bike, kind of two things that, first of all, was a gift from her family. So it has meaning because of that. But it's also a really good bike. And she needs to treat this bike with the value that it has. And there's a couple ways she will do this. The first is she will take care of it. I know my daughter. She will take really good care of it. She will make sure it gets locked. She will make sure, sure that it's, like, she's not going to grab a baseball bat and start hitting the bike. Or she's not going to like just, you know, treat it with, with um, contempt and just let it get messed up. She's going to treat it because it's a really nice bike and she's, she loves it. But the second way she can show the worth and value of this bike is by actually using it and enjoying it, right? Um, she can go uh, ride the bike and, and enjoy uh, riding around the parks there where she lives and just uh, really enjoy the bike. And while she enjoys the bike, she can remember her parents and her grandparents who were part of giving it to her and just really find value in the bike. And so there's something about the worth of a present like this that, that um, the value of it, you, you show the value by taking care of it, but also by enjoying it, right? Uh, well, I wanted you to think about her gift and maybe your favorite gift to help me talk about what I want to talk about for just a few minutes this morning with you in your living room. So uh, Pastor Kirk's going to come help me get the bike off stage because I can't hold it the whole time. I want to talk to you about the idea of worship. You know, there's an amazing thing that happens, a phenomenon that happens in the Christmas story that is actually an amazing, beautiful thing. And it is this, that all these people, there's a whole bunch of different people who get to see baby Jesus. So it's Christmas morning, the first Christmas, and all these people get to see the baby Jesus. And you know what is really interesting is that all the different people who encounter baby Jesus respond in the same way, they have, they all stop to worship Jesus. Now, I've held a lot of babies in my life. Uh, I've held babies from people in this church family, and I've held them, and they were cooing and on, and, and, or cooing, and we were oohing and on, and we would talk about how beautiful the baby is. And, and sometimes I was kind of lying to those people. I would say, oh, this is a beautiful baby, one of the most beautiful babies in the world. But I know this, the most beautiful babies ever were my five babies. I mean, they were just amazing. And, and we found so much joy. But you know what? I have never been to a baby dedication or been in a hospital room holding a baby. Not even with my beautiful babies did anybody fall down and start worshiping. We might have poked them in the, the ribs and got them to laugh or held them or change their diaper, but nobody fell down and worshiped 
these babies. But in this case, every person who shows up to see baby Jesus or who encounters baby Jesus for the first time actually ends up worshiping. It's an interesting thing. Let me give you some examples. Mary, the mother of Jesus, when she finds out she is pregnant with the baby Jesus, she breaks in the song. And this is what part of her song says. It says in, uh, in Luke chapter one, it says, Mary said, my soul magnifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God, my savior. Second, the baby John the Baptist. Now, this one's really interesting because you have Mary who's pregnant with baby Jesus in her tummy and you have Elizabeth who's pregnant with with John the Baptist in her tummy. But you know what? When John the Baptist, who was just like, wasn't even born yet, was in the presence of baby Jesus, we're told that he was filled with the Holy Spirit and, and from inside, he leapt with joy inside his mama's tummy when he encountered Jesus. John's dad, Zacharias, actually breaks into a song of praise when he realizes that his son, John, was going to prepare the way for the Lord's coming. So when he was thinking about baby Jesus, he breaks into praise, into worship. The angels show up, and they declare the praise of God at the birth of baby Jesus, who's wrapped in swaddling clothes and laid in a manger. And the shepherds show up. And when they come to the, to the um, uh, manger scene and they see Jesus in the manger, we're told that uh, they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them from concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. And listen to what it says. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told to them. We were told that they literally left praising God and worshiping this baby. What a crazy thing. When Jesus was 40 days old, his parents took him to the temple and we're told of two people, this, this woman named Anna and this man named Simeon who got to hold baby Jesus and see the baby uh, who was just 40 days old and they responded by worshiping God but also giving worship to this baby. And, and then the wise men, the magi, come from way far east and they follow the star. And when they get to Bethlehem and they find Jesus, in Matthew 2 it says, when they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceedingly great joy. And going to the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and fell down and worshiped him. Then opening their treasures, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Do you hear that? They fell down and worshiped him, Jesus. And like I said, I've loved babies. I've never seen anybody fall down and worship a baby. But here, they understood the right response to this child, to, to Jesus. And just real quick, that's kind of what I want to say to us this morning. That if we're going to understand Christmas right, like it's Christmas Day, we've been through the whole holiday season. Hopefully you were at Christmas Eve service last night. Now you've opened your presents and all this sort of stuff. But as we... we get through this holiday and we stop and we look into the manger and one last time we remember the whole reason for the season and the meaning of Christmas, our proper response is to worship. And that's why, why my bike thing was important to start with because the word worship actually means that we understand the worth or value of something or someone. We properly worship a bike when we use it well, but we don't treat it like a god. Or your presence, when you, when you don't misuse them, but you enjoy them, that's a good thing. And when you crawl up in your mom and dad's lap and tell them thank you, which you should have done if you haven't done that. 
But ultimate worship belongs to Jesus, and here's why. Because Jesus is the greatest treasure and the single thing of most worth in the entire universe. That God himself became a baby, but he is the most beautiful, valuable thing anywhere. And, And the right response when we understand who Jesus is, is to worship because that is our way of both enjoying him and revealing or showing his incredible worth, that he is our treasure. That's who Jesus is. He's our treasure. In fact, John Piper has said this about worship. I want you to listen to this quote. It says, The inner essence of worship is to know God truly and then respond from the heart to that knowledge by valuing God, treasuring God, prizing God, enjoying God, being satisfied with God above all earthly things. And then that deep, restful, joyful satisfaction in God overflows in demonstrable acts of praise from the lips and demonstrable acts of love and serving others for the sake of Christ. Piper is saying this, that when we see Jesus, we understand that he is our treasure. He is the most important thing in our lives. He's the most important one in the universe, that he is above all value, that we rightly honor him. We show that he is the most important when we praise him both with our lips, with what we say and what we sing, and with our service, that the way we love one another and the way we we care for each other, the way we serve others by serving others, serving him. And, And those acts reveal that Jesus is the most valuable, most important thing to us in the entire universe. And and so these people came to worship Jesus. Actually, they didn't come to worship Jesus. They came to see a baby. But when they saw Jesus, they knew that they weren't just looking at a baby. They were looking at the greatest treasure in all the world. And their response was to worship, to praise, to respond with, with both acts and words that showed that he was the most important thing. And so what happens for us, here we are at Christmas, we're thinking about Jesus, we should respond, like if, if Christmas makes sense to us, we should respond the same way, right? Like in your living room, say amen, that's right. We should respond the same way. Why? Because first of all, worship is our declaration and our actions that remind us. That by worshiping, we are being reminded of the ultimate awesome value of Jesus in our lives and the salvation that he has given us. It's seeing his worth and his glory and understanding that he is our treasure, the most important thing in our lives and in the whole world. I remember Jesus told a parable to kind of explain this. He told a parable of a guy who found a treasure in a field. He didn't own the field, but he found the treasure. And he gave, he sold, this guy sold everything he had to buy the field so that he could get the treasure. This was the guy who understood that that treasure was the most important thing and he would sell everything, lose everything for the treasure. And we, our worship is our way of saying Jesus is our treasure. We worship him and, and, and we praise him because he is most important. But worship is also our way of expressing our enjoyment of God. We worship and our worship actually causes us to really enjoy him. So when we sing and praise, if we understand he's our treasure, all of a sudden we enjoy him very much like at our Christmas meal. Now, I don't know what you guys have for Christmas meal. We're about to have beef tonight. We're going to have a a, a pork or a beef tenderloin, not a pork tenderloin, a beef tenderloin. uh, And it's going to be so good, perfectly prepared. I can't wait. It's going to be scrumptious. And you know, when when I, I sit down, I cut my my piece of steak and I put it in my mouth, it's going to be cooked perfectly and take that first bite. 
what do I say? I don't just sit there and get quiet. I go, oh, that is so good. I so enjoy that. And then I'm going to have some banana pudding. I can't wait to have banana pudding. And when I eat that banana pudding, I'm going to be like, oh, this banana pudding. I love it. You see, my saying out loud, oh, this steak is amazing. This banana pudding is so good. It's part of my enjoyment. You don't want to keep it to yourself. You, when, when something is awesome, you want to tell everybody. If you go see a movie, you want to tell everybody. When you fall in love with your girl or your guy, you want people to know. Why? Because the expression of your enjoyment is a huge part of the actual enjoyment. When we enjoy God, our praise is a way of saying he is everything to us. And as we praise, we enjoy his presence in our praise. And so praise is so important. It is the natural response for us when we encounter Jesus. And that's our goal today. As we finish up Christmas, we don't leave here just going, okay, Christmas is over. We should leave the manger worshiping. We should leave the manger praising. Uh, It should be the response of someone who has deeply experienced Jesus and worship is also the way we get to the, the, the manger because when we're feeling distant from God, our worship draws us near to him. And so there's all kinds of ways we can do this. That's the challenge for us today, is to make much of Jesus and understand that the baby in the manger is our treasure. One way we do that is by singing, okay? We sing out loud. We're going to sing here in a minute. When we sing, we need to like Elf again. Sing loud with, you know, because the best way to spread Christmas cheer is to sing loud. But as we also sing loud, we also want to think of other ways. And so we're going to have one more moment. We're going to pause. I'm going to ask you to pause the video here in just a second. And when you pause the video, what I want you to do is have a discussion in your family. And everybody who's in the room must share at least one way and I already took singing, so you're, you're like, we invited you into our living room. I already took singing. What is one way that you can show that you love and worship, that Jesus is your treasure? How can we worship him, either as a family or individually? And then when everybody is shared, I want your family to pick one of those ways and come up with a plan to do something this week there's an act of worship together as a family, all right? So that's your challenge this morning. We need to worship Jesus. We're going to sing here, but come up with another way your family can show that Jesus is your treasure together. So go ahead and pause the video, take a couple minutes to do this, and then come back and we'll sing one final song here in just a minute.